Good evening, everybody. You're welcome to Create or Die Trying with Sagai. My name is Sagai. You're tuning into the show. Thanks again for coming on board with us. How was your weekend? I hope your week is up to a great start. I think we're having a little bit of problem connecting with Instagram, but we are on. Uh, okay, yeah, okay, Instagram is back on. Thank you very much, guys, for tuning in. You guys are awesome again. I hope you had a wonderful weekend, and I hope you are up to a great week already. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm, I had a wonderful weekend. I thought I'd share it with you guys. I'm sure you saw some things. I posted it up um, in the last two days that I saw on the way to Abel Kuta. Well, that was because I was going to have a meeting, a small party of sorts with the old boys and girls of Afrogram School, Abel Kuta. All right, well, it's not my alma mater, actually. It's my, my wife's alma mater. Um, I, I was handbagged, yes. I, I was handbagged to that particular event. I was taken that way. But I got to be honest about something. I bet Okuta people can party, eh? It was supposed to be an AGM stroke celebration of something, but these people were throwing the party all over the place. But it was fun. I totally had mad fun, and I had a sight of a three-legged car. That was another interesting one. So apologies for the coming in late on the show today. We had a little bit of... Um, but each starting up, that's why we are about, I think, eight minutes late now, nine minutes late. So uh, thanks for tuning in anyway, and thank you guys for keeping up with us. All right. Now, speaking of um, celebrations over the weekend, celebration is coming up this month or uh, this week, actually, that we're coming into would mark the period of when an August visitor was welcome to this planet. Yes, Wednesday, August 1st. This year is the birthday of my empress and the mother of empress, Titulai of Badmus Ganyu, uh, where she's celebrating her birthday, uh, or the 41st birthday come Wednesday this week. Baby girl, may you continue to grow in grace and God's love in all that you do. I know the party is short. We know where the party is happening, so let's not let's not best speak out here, all right? We'll talk about that, how it goes, and happy birthday, darling. All right, uh, uh, moving on to that. Um, Remember that if you missed any of our previous episodes, you can watch them on my page or you can tune into or you can log on to Anchor FM and listen to the podcast. We've been putting every show we have as audio on Anchor.fm. Check that out. And we're also working to put this on a platform that was created by an interesting Nigerian, a brother, a friend of mine. Um, he, is, uh, he has created this platform for sharing video content, uh, very similar to YouTube, but I guess it's the start of something and we have decided to be uh, on that platform and helping the platform grow. So check out uzibox.com. That is U-Z-I-B-O-X.com. Check it out. One of our episodes is already on. We're looking at putting more episodes on that particular show, uh, particular platform. So check that out. And if you don't, if you can't get that, Anchor FM definitely will put you in our mix. Tune in, listen to it, join all our conversations. Remember, you can always, always contribute to our topics because it is not a one-way thing. We're here to learn from each other's experiences and knowledge. So share what you're talking about now with that fully settled let's look at today's topic why do you create all right it's it's a question that that seems a little bit like oh, why do we even need to bother about that we have already established that as creative persons creativity or creating is why we are on this that is what we are supposed to do so why do you need to know the actual why of what you're doing in the first place well that also came up in in, in thoughts about this topic that is why do you need to find a reason but we have discovered that everything that people do has a motivation. And as an individual, no matter what it is they are doing, even if it is, in quotes, God-ordained, 
you still need to find a personal reason for why you're doing that because this reason will vary from person to person. Now let's look at purely why do you even need to know the reason why you create? Why does it even matter? Why, why does it matter? Let's look at the points here. First, um, knowing why you create informs everything you do as a creator. Okay, if you know your reason for what you're creating, then you it guides what you're creating in the first place. Otherwise, you just be creating across all kinds of spectrum and, and entering all kinds of businesses and enterprise without being sure exactly what you're doing. But if you know why you're doing it, it will help you define what you do as a creator. Now, knowing why you create also helps you step off the feeling of inadequacy. I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of creative people can relate with this. If you are put in a situation where you are forced to create, but it's not exactly what you want to do, and you find that every day that you always feel that you're not doing as much as you can possibly do. It is not because you are not intelligent or creative enough. It's often because that's not what you really want to do. You don't know why you're doing that one. That one is it's not exactly your immediate direction for your creative energy. So it always leaves you feeling inadequate. You are frustrated by the processes of creating at that point in time. And you always feel like you're in the wrong place every time. So as a creative person, knowing why you create helps you save up that feeling of inadequacy. Okay? And that also comes with um, uh, the feeling that comes with when you put your creative self out there for people to see and judge. Because that's what you do as a creative person. Once you create something, it goes out into the public domain and people interact and see it and judge you by it. Now imagine if you don't know your reason for doing what you just put out into the public sphere. The reason for the judgment of you will be based on that thing you have put out. It might not be exactly the kind of judgment you're expecting to get, which will make you feel inadequate. Number three, knowing why you create motivates you to improve your craft. All right? And it's actually the foundation that you build your career on if you don't know exactly why you're creating you would not be inspired to get better at it like seriously there's no specific reason internally for you to do it and i've always said this for and i'm sure a lot of people believe this motivation does not come from external factors it actually comes from within it's about a self-conviction that you have as a person that says i want to do this so motivation is internal all right now if you don't know why you create you have no reason to be better at what you do all right. Oh, okay. Well, Culture Noah joined on Instagram. Is waving. Thanks, Culture Noah, for joining. Totally appreciate you. And then Kolade, uh, uh, my guy joining again. Kolade, hello, senior. And then Olisha Yolalu, Olalu Wajibamdele, Makinidam Lola, Dr. Fadairo, and Toluwa Araulua joined. Thanks very much, guys, for tuning in. Now, let's. I, I like the number three I just talked about now. Why? Knowing why you create help motivate you to get better. I have experienced people who take years and years into their craft and they still don't get better in what they are doing. They are marginally productive in what they are doing. You see, somebody's anatomy 15 years ago is exactly the same side of anatomy he's drawing right now. Likely because he has not asked himself, why does he keep drawing anatomy? Why does he even have to draw anatomy at all? Why is it that he must draw, must try or attempt to draw perfect human figures? Perhaps his motivation is not to draw perfect human figures. Maybe he should be looking at cartoons instead. Maybe his reason should be in something completely different. Maybe in sculptural pieces, maybe in ceramics. All right. So knowing why you create motivation to improve your craft and sets a foundation for you to build a career on. Because we know your career cannot be stagnant if you focus purely on just what you create now. Your career grows when you focus on constantly improving yourself, improving on yourself, all right? Improving your craft, improving your skills, improving your knowledge of what you do, okay? So that's number three out there. Number four, knowing why you create 
gives purpose to your art and by extension to you. Knowing why you create, it gives you purpose. And I, I don't know, I'd like, um, I, can, I can tell you that as a, as a young creative person back in secondary school when the whole ISIS thing started, one of my earliest thoughts was I wanted to be in all aspects of living, you know, farming, printing, fashion, design, uh, streets, marketing, everything was something I had an idea for and I wanted to create for all these things. Now, for years, it felt like I was making movements a lot more in certain areas and nothing was happening in all some of the other areas I wanted to be that I thought I wanted to be that I thought were my purposes. But the day I was able to sit down and say, you know what, this is why I'm creating. I am creating to be able to do this and this. And this aspect of creativity is the best way to explore that my intention. It gave me complete freedom. That way, I'm not going to look at somebody doing what I thought I wanted to do a while back and feel like, ah, I should be doing that. Or, you know what, that person is doing animation. Why am I not exactly uh, doing animation? I should, be, I should be getting into that. I should pick up the pencil and draw something. I don't have to do that if that is not exactly what I want to do. That is not my direction. So knowing what you create gives purpose to your art or your creativity. And then it also, by extension, gives purpose to you as an individual. And we all know the importance of purpose. This is a proverb that uh, I heard while I was in my um, martial arts training a while back in Yavatek. It was said that the old world steps aside for the man who knows where he's going. That is the power of purpose. When you know where you're going, what you're doing, why you're doing it, everything works out. All right, that's just it. Uh, Tina Bigeta, Race and join. Thanks for tuning in. And Mojisola Adio, thanks for tuning in as well. Totally appreciate you. All right, number five, I think. Knowing why you create is key to being happy, to being satisfied, and being more of a creative person. All right, knowing why you do it's like it's like a measure of um, um, growth. If you don't have what determines your growth as a creative person, you will never know when you have achieved it. All right. And I think that's actually applies to everything in life as well. If you don't know exactly how you measure your success, you will never know when you have succeeded. So knowing why you're creating gets you happiness because once you achieve, once you're regularly achieving why you're creating, you feel happy with yourself because you have fulfilled your purpose, your goal. All right, in the first place, so it keeps you happy and keeps satisfied. And we know something as creative persons. If your mind is troubled, your creativity is not going to exactly be the best that comes out. A focused mind, a calmer mind helps create better. All right, Mojisola Adio and then Best Man is a jumbo joint. Thanks, Best Man. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, your contribution to this is vital because at the end of the day, your purpose for creating will be personal. All right, so. Let's look at that again. Knowing why you create is key to being happy and satisfied and making you more of a creative person. All right. Now, it's important. This does not encompass all the potential reasons why asking that question of why you create is important. There are a variety of other reasons you might want to look at. And I'm sure you probably have some reasons yourself as an individual why you should even know why you create. All right. What's, what, what makes it so important for you to understand why you create? So. Let's get your perspective on that. You can put it in the comment section. Perhaps somebody can learn from you and be able to go from there to developing their own personal reasons for why they create. All right. On Instagram Live, we have Night Magician joining in and waving. Thanks, Night Magician. And Busaya, love. Yes, wife, for love. Thanks, Busaya, for joining in. Totally appreciate you turning in, in there. Now, there's one thing that is sure, very certain. Each human being is different. Hence, there may not be any one particular reason 
to create that applies to one person exclusively. People create for a variety of reasons, and oftentimes those reasons can overlap or intermix. So it's not exactly a one-size-fits-all or a clear cut, oh, this is it, it's box, and that is that for each individual. No. Every person will need to find out and be able to look at those reasons for themselves. But establishing the importance of that question is very, very important. And I think we have already done that now with this things we listed out. Why you should know why you create. Okay? The reasons that makes it important for you to know why you create. Busaya says, sent a request to be in your live video. You want to be part of this video, Busayo? Uh, please, so don't send that request here. We are not taking you on as a guest immediately. You can actually put your comments up in the comment section on, on Instagram or on Facebook Live, anyone. That's the only way you can join in now unless we're bringing you on as a guest on the show, okay? Thanks, Busaya, for that. Okay, now, having covered all the required motivation for finding out that reason why you create, okay? Uh, let's look at the possible reasons you create. And it's not in any particular order or in any particular uh, rank of importance because the reason, like we said, is individual. And it might apply to you, might not apply to you. Now, note one thing. We are doing this not so that you feel like, oh, I have the wrong reason, I have the right reason. No, that's not it. We are doing this to, for, to make it important for you to establish a reason at all, no matter what the reason is. One of the best books I've read in the long while is um, Start Small, Finish Big by uh, the owner of Subway, the founder of Subway uh, franchise in America. Uh, this guy is uh, Fred DeLuca, yes, Fred DeLuca. Now he said something. He said, um, there's really nothing wrong in whatever business you're about to start. If you are looking at building a small parlor business that sustains you and your family with feeding and basic funding, that is great. If you're looking to set up a business that rules the world, a conglomerate that is extended beyond even Earth into other planets, that is also great. What is important is for you to know exactly why you're doing it and your goal at the very beginning of what you're doing. So we are not doing this to establish what is wrong or right in the motivations for creating. We are just looking at making sure you at least have one. Let nobody come to you and then you have no idea why you're creating at that particular point in time. All right, now we're gonna go through some that obviously that will come up as obvious to everybody, but when you look at it, you just need to ask yourself these questions as we list them out. Number one, reasons why you create. Personal fulfillment, all right? This is probably uh, the one that is most uh, known with artists and creative persons from generations, all right? Uh, personal fulfillment, you know, as a, as a creative person, it feels good when you create, you know? And it feels bad when you don't. If you go one day without turning out an idea, it just, feels like you have spent 10 days doing nothing. But I just can't keep still, you must create. It makes you feel great to create. You love the rush of creative. You love the idea of looking for that solution to a problem or finding that solution and building that solution or creating that solution to a particular problem. It's great when that rush comes over you. It just feels great seeing what you create out there for people to see. You just, you know, it's, it used to be in your mind, it used to be in your head. Now it's out and visible for everybody, including yourself, to see. So personal fulfillment, and this one is might be the most important, but might also be the one that is most limiting for most creative persons out there. So it's neither positive nor negative. It is just what it is. Personal fulfillment. You do this because it feels good, because you want to let something that is bottled up in you out. You just have to let it feel. It feels great when you do it. Okay. Number two. And this 
It's gaining ground, has gained ground for a while, especially for years when settings have been set. Number two, monetary fulfillment, aka financial fulfillment. All right? Creating or being creative pays the bills. And when the bills are paid, you are calm. All right? I mean, you just want to make enough money to buy anything you want, get anything you want, do anything you want with any money you want to have. You just want to make as much money as you can. The cash is good, and that is your main motivation. All right? Now, that is the reason in itself. If that is your purpose, if that is why you create, it is good to know that as a specific. I know a friend a while back who told me, look, I don't care the company I work with. So far, they are paying good. That is all that counts. In fact, if I'm working with your company and I get a better offer, I would move because the money moves my creativity. Simple. You understand what I mean? Now, that kind of person, you might look at him anyhow you want, but he has a set statement of why he creates. He has a goal, a purpose for it. All right. Uh, there was something that similar to that that I saw in a, in a, a series that happened a while back called um, uh, Desperate Housewives. Um, Daniela, is it Daniela? What, what's that lady's name? The um, is it the Mexican girl or something? Now she sets up from the very beginning. Look, I'm all about the money. I will only marry you if you're rich. If you're not rich, I'm out of the house. Simple. Now you might look at her and say gold digger or whatever, but hey, she has her reasons clear cut. She won't do this unless money is involved. Plain. And she walks away from that. So that is a core factor. You might want to hold on to that. That might be your reason. Please be sure of it and hold to it. Number three, psychological reason, psychological fulfillment. It's like, have you met creative persons that every day they have to write something down? And I think a lot of people we know and respect today from ancient time, from the Renaissance time, would fall into people of this category. People who just feel psychologically troubled until the ideas in their head are put to action. All right, they will go crazy if they don't get the ideas out. They just need to be out there to be enjoyed. They just want their ideas out of their brain. Otherwise, it will boil them up inside and they will go crazy. All right, Edishola, thanks for tuning in. All right, for seeing you. Obi asks Nabugu. Sorry, I think I'm sure. Okay, Obi, thanks for tuning in. I hope I didn't get that too wrong. Omodara, ah, Dara, thanks for tuning in. On uh, Instagram Live, uh, <laughs> hello, I'm waving back at you too, Dara. Thanks for tuning in on there. All right, so psychological fulfillment. Somewhere it just, it has a mental effect on you. You will go crazy as in physically go crazy. There are lots of things. Look at somebody like Leonardo da Vinci. The idea that this guy wrote down and, and put on paper, the things he tried to achieve. Would you think he was really just trying to get money out of it? Because I'm, I'm not sure we had any history of Da Vinci living large and being the richest guy in all of Italy back then and then being a rollout big boy. But he put all this thing down. It's almost as if the guy couldn't sleep because the ideas were constantly being generated in his mind and he just had to put them out. He just had to let them out. All right? That is when you create, just let those things out. And also, one way to express this might be uh, certain things that is, that is motivated by a feeling of guilt or punishment on yourself. I know a lot of people will create simply because they say, look, if I don't do this, my children, my children's children, the next generation will not forgive me for not creating this, for not creating a better life, for not improving on the, uh, the idea of living while I was on this earth. So it's a psychological thing for them. It's just like it presses on their mind like they're guilty of something if they don't create. Okay? Now, that is that. Number four, acceptance. 
all right it could be your reason it could be anybody's reason but it is always there and a possible reason for doing it if that's your main reason take it up acceptance you want to belong to a group creating gets you into that group into that clique to that area of things you want to be recognized uh, as as one of these people or one of the top 10 of this uh top 10 of that you want to be known as this guy that does this you want to win as many awards in this particular area you want to be recognized as a great as a as a as a legend in code in this particular area but if that is a wonderful awesome reason it might be negative might be positive but it's a reason that you, if you choose it you stick to it acceptance you want to be accepted you want to belong into into a particular group into a clique and creativity gets you there all right you want to be recognized number four societal enrichment or impact societal enrichment or impact all right you want to build a better world with your creativity you just want to enhance people's way of living and then uh, people's way of interacting with the planet you know you look at the way people use cars or people use computers and you say you know what whether using this computer is not exactly easy uh, okay let me create something that will make it better for us to work with our computers and all of that you want society to be impacted by what you create you want to leave the world a better place all right not necessarily because it makes you feel guilty it's just that hey this world should be better with my creativity. My creativity should do something good out here. So that is societal enrichment or impact. And people who fall into this, you will see them, they are societal uh, creative activists who want to um, uh, put up graffiti in certain areas, who want to help decorate schools, who want to uh, uh, recycle things into art that can be used to beautify the environment and things. They just want society to be better. That's just why they do it, all right? Number five, a mental impact. This one is an offshoot of the psychological end of things, but it goes different in that you want to impact people's minds. You want to start a mental revolution. You want to leave a new school of thought when you're gone. You just want people to say, according to Sagai in a particular period, he said, and I, and I quote, you want people's thoughts to be challenged. You want to challenge thought with your creativity. And you have seen a lot of that. People who, uh, after uh, decades of paintings in a particular way, people have been trying to paint in one set of So this guy shows up one day with a painting that's a white canvas and gives it a title. And then challenges people's thoughts at that point in time. All of a sudden, everything we understood about painting started changing. All right, people's thoughts about what should be normal, what should be okay, just change. There are creative people whose primary goal, whether they are in painting, whether in writing or, or cinematography or photography, whatever it is that they're in, they just want to impact the way people think. They want to change the way people think. It is less about them and what they want and more about how people think. They want to change thoughts of their immediate environment. So they want mental impact, okay? now. This one is just people looking for trouble. Number six. Um, is that, would that be number seven? Okay, I think that would be number seven. Disruption. All right? I just want everybody on their toes. You know, get them agitated a little bit. I think peace bores me. You know, let everyone go in the, in the phrase of a particular uh, popular couple, apeshit. I just want the world to be disrupted a little bit. I don't like things 
uh, being so smooth, being so regular, you know, why do we all have to carry a phone now to, to our ears? Why can't we have a phone that you put on the back of your head to listen to instead? Why do you have to wear your shirt that has two arms? Why can't your shirt have just one arm and you put both hands inside of it? All right, why must you walk around in shoes that has soles? What if your shoe doesn't have a sole? You know, people that create purely to just make everybody go, ah, ah, what is this now? Why is this like this? This makes no sense now and cause a stir in the society that people begin to discuss about it for no reason other than just to keep people talking. Not to achieve anything specifically, not to impact society in any positive way or grow anything, just to stop people from being relaxed. Disruption. It's people who just create to do that. Is that you? Is that why you're creating? Is that what you want to achieve? All right. Number eight, curiosity. I just want to see what will happen if I do this. After that, I'm done. You know, you just want to see. Just, just, just trying it out. What if I? Okay, so if I. Oh, oh, that came out. Oh, okay then. No matter. I'm done. I'm true. I go. There are people whose primary goal is just to find out what happens. Afterwards, they're no longer interested in their creative output. They just want to see if they can bring the dead body back to life. And they bring the body back to life. Oh, oh it leaves. Oh, that's good. Okay, fine. Next experiment, and they move on. Right? There are people who create purely to just see what would happen. What can go right? What can go wrong? They don't really care about the outcome. They just want to do it and see what happens. After that, they're off. All right? Um, Dumbari and Sunshine join. Thank you very much for tuning on Instagram. And Andy Precious and Gear Matter joined in on Instagram. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Remember, this is a, a conversation. I would like to know exactly your reasons for creating. Why do you create? Really, be honest with yourself and see if you can get us an answer from you here on both. I have somebody who might learn from your own reason and be able to help uh, uh look at their own reason and create a solid one for themselves okay that was number eight curiosity people who just create to find out what will happen after which they are completely off the the, the cheesy out there all right number 10 i think okay number nine now imperial goals now this one is might be related to financial end of things but it doesn't usually mean that is a real purpose money is a purpose on itself imperial goals is another Go, which might not immediately have something to do with money. Okay, I wish to build my own empire on earth. I want to rule everybody. I want to have plenty of people bowing to my superior intellect. Okay, that is going more into the area of evil villains and uh, um, uh, evil, evil genius scientists. Okay, people who create things purely to just have everybody bow to my will and power <laughs> kind of thing. I don't think exactly, um, but there are people who do that, and it's actually. A reason in itself, and it might be something that propels you into what you're trying to get done. Do you just want people to bow down to your superior creative power because they should know that you are the most awesome person when it comes to creativity and you create to rule? All right, you might have rules of just having a lot of slaves, making slaves out of everybody on the planet. That might be a purpose, it might sound funny, but it's just what it is. It is a reason in itself. Okay, now this last one, number 11. Do you create simply because you can? This might perhaps be the limits of all the reasons we have given so far. Number 11 says I create because I can. It has no immediate direction, no immediate purpose. I don't want to achieve anything. I just create because 
I can. Is that your reason? Is that why you create? Now, not one thing clearly. Everything we have said so far, curiosity, imperial goals, disruption, mental impact, societal impact, personal fulfillment, and all of that, it is not um, an exhausted list. It's not as if that is all there is to it. There are various, various reasons. You could be creating right now because you definitely need to save the life of somebody. All right? You could be creating now because, look, if you don't do this, you're probably going to need to answer to God. It could be a religious reason for you to do what you're doing. Okay? Creating because you can. Yeah, it's a reason in itself. But there are a variety of other reasons that could come with it. Which is yours? Which one best describes why you create? Now, another question can come up once you find, once we ask the question, why do I create? All right? Something comes up, okay, we have, answered, we have um, given reasons people uh, give for creating. So that is the reason people we create or might create. Then it begs the question, why? should you create in the first place as in we, we have a variety of reasons that you can create for so is there anyone that's completely right is there anyone that's completely wrong should i avoid this should i choose this reason or that reason well i can tell you something straight out guys it is not something any individual out there can immediately determine for you it is a very personal situation it's something you have got to look at but if we are going to discuss something here we'll immediately look at what some of these things that are purely Positive. Let's take a look back quickly. Reasons why this is important. Say something about um, if you know why you're creating, it gives you purpose, it gives you direction. You are able to find yourself, uh, your level of fulfillment or success. You're able to measure your growth as a creative person or as an individual at all. You're able to actually measure your progress in life. And you're able to find yourself, your happiness. You're able to uh, create even better. So, with those reasons, it is important then that the reason you should create should be positive, all right? Now, I'm going to um, share some of the reasons I think you should create, not necessarily the reasons that should be yours, but these are the things I believe in that should be the reasons to create. First, personal fulfillment. That is important. As a creative person, Yes, you want to be selfless, you want to impact on the world, you want the world to benefit from your creative ideas and knowledge, but never leave yourself out of the mix. It is important as a creative person that you must create for yourself, as well as for society, as well as for your, the people that are going to benefit from the things you create. As a creative person, make sure you are fully considered in your creative output. Because, I mean, you, you hear this all the time, and let me tell you why it is important for this. You hear it all the time that people that bring happiness to people, who create things that people enjoy, who actually impact people's lives with what they write, what they act, what they perform, what they sing, are often depressed. Or these people end up uh, being uh, committing suicide, end up being drug addicts, or having to end up in rehab and things. Why is it that somebody who creates so much things that impact the rest of the world, that people are actually benefiting from, ends up in a situation that they are not happy or fulfilled with themselves. It's because I think that they were creating to impact. They're probably creating for a variety of other reasons, but personal fulfillment was not one of them. Personal fulfillment, if for anything, keeps you creating. Because when you're personally fulfilled, you create more. 
since that is a milestone, you can measure that. Okay, I want to be personally fulfilled when I do this. You have created it. Wow, okay, fulfilled. That's gone. Next one, you pick it up, you move. So personal fulfillment for me, I think is completely important for you to look at. Okay, monetary fulfillment. Believe me, guys, that is of utmost importance. It's also a part of personal fulfillment. Yeah. It can be negative if that is all you think about. If money is the only reason why you create, it might end up being negative because you will find that as you grow, and I've seen this happen a lot of times, that money does not necessarily always guarantee that you will be creative. All right? Tell it, tell it to a lot of creative directors out there, to a lot of business owners out there who pay a lot of money to creative people to work with them, and they don't get the best ideas out simply because this guy just don't create because money is a, a, a means to an end you, you need money to get something else money in itself does not do anything for you money becomes valuable to you when you use it when it goes out to do something for you so personal fulfillment is what guides why you're getting money okay so monetary fulfillment is important as you make money with your creativity you are able to continue creating right guys if you are into movie making if you don't make money with the movies you're making how will you be able to make the next movie all right so it is important to have monetary fulfillment in the things you are creating the only thing i will advise do not make monetary fulfillment a hundred percent of why you are creating add it as a healthy 56 percent something important something that can just come in there the personal fulfillment is all that is going good then remember that portion that says, hey, bros, but you still have to eat tomorrow morning. Yes, you feel great about this. It's going to feel good that you just created this. Uh, but you still have bills to pay. And if you get home and your landlord is shouting at you or your wife is screaming at you or your uh, cousins or your brothers and sisters are asking you for money you don't have, it's going to distress you. It's going to depress you. And you think about the monetary end of things as well. Okay? Now, for psychological fulfillment, I think that one, well, it's, it's granted as a creative person you want to put something out, but I would suggest uh, a healthy way to get psychological fulfillment out for you, which is something I learned from Richard Branson a while back. Make notes. And I think it's also something I learned from a mentor of mine, Leonardo da Vinci. Leonardo wrote everything down. All his ideas, all his thoughts, even those he will never fulfill in his lifetime, he wrote them down. One way to beat the urge to constantly psychologically fulfill is to write down the ideas. You don't need to implement them immediately. You just need to ensure that it is visible. Now, let's be honest about psychological fulfillment and why you should not pursue it too hard. You can't achieve every idea that comes to your head, plain and simple. For you to achieve every idea that comes to your head, you either end up jumping from one unfinished project to the other, or you end up never being known for anything because you do everything. Okay? So by writing those ideas down, by putting them down, you are able to put them in a situation where the future generation might be able to fulfill it, or other people beyond yourself can see it and say, oh, this is a nice idea. I can impact this. I can create this. I can buy this off you. I can take this off your hand and help develop it further and make it into something. Your own is to ensure that that idea gets visual representation, that it's actually out there and it's communicated to anybody, even if it's just on a notepad or a, a, a notebook or a sketchbook. Keep all your ideas written down to avoid, avoid that kind of pressure. All right. Now, acceptance is a primal uh, need for all human beings. I think everybody wants to belong to a particular clique, even though we like to be by ourselves. That is a weird part of we want to be in a group, but we 
want to be ourselves. You ever wonder why even within the group, there will always be smaller cliques because as big as that group is, people still want to be part of something smaller. All right. So the need for acceptance, yes, granted, it should be there because there's no point in you uh, drawing and not being recognized as an artist. There's no point in you writing and not being recognized as a writer or being known as a writer. Okay. The need for acceptance, that is not a problem. Just do not make it a large percentage of why you create. Because there's another thing. If you really want to make the world a better place, if you really want to impact lives and change people, not everything you do will be accepted by society. People will resist, people will reject it. So that should not form a larger part of why you create. Okay? Societal enrichment, this one, I think, after personal fulfillment, should be something you put up high in your reasons to create. Societal enrichment. Remember, when we talk about the definition for creativity, finding a link between two or more things that previously had no link for the purpose of solving a problem for society towards the advancement of your immediate society and environment. Creativity's primary role is to make our environment society better. It's not just for you to feel great about doing it or to make money from it. It's to ensure that you have a positive impact on the society in which you live in. All right, so that you multiply that positivity, that positive energy of creativity in your immediate society and environment. So you should put this here. There's no, um, uh, for me, I think there is no value in being a creative person that makes a ton of money and then your society has not improved. And you might think that is a good thing for you to make a ton of money and live in a society that is way, way worse than it should be. You'd be surprised when you realize that it's like, a guy being completely rich and living in a town filled with five million poor people. How long do you think he will survive as a rich person in that particular environment? So the goal of every rich person, the goal of everybody that, anyone that has a way out is to open the doors for other people as well, or at least to help them find the door, all right? So societal enrichment and impact is a must for every creative person out there. Seek to impact society, seek to enrich society, to live it better than you met it. That should be a primary goal for you. Okay, now destructing thoughts in the mental impact, I think it's also a, a factor in it, but it's not something that should, um, how I call it now, be progressive, be, be, be pushed purely in terms of just changing people's thoughts because we know how people will reject change. Once people hold a thought, it is difficult to make it change. However, when you can show them that these thoughts is actually better than the prior thought they have, they themselves will choose that thought without you telling them to change their thought. And one way you can do that is what we mentioned earlier, societal enrichment. If your thought is impacting society and making it better and impacting those people's lives, then your action will, be forced, will force them to change their own perspective, their own thinking about the environment they are living in. All right, now this uh, last two one, uh, disruption and curiosity, very, very vital for every creative person. Now, please remain curious. If there's one thing I know that keeps a creative person constantly creative is curiosity. If you don't want to find out about things, if you're not eager to know what's going on there, you're not eager to find out how is this done, all right? But I can share something with you. There's a program that runs on uh, Discovery Family, and it's like, I see that program and it just excites me when I see how it's made, okay? 
It's like whenever that show comes up, it just like I want to find out how everything around me is made. How is this thing put together? There was even an episode I saw once of how a particular jewelry made from wood is created. When you see this particular jewelry, your first thought will be it's an actual gemstone, but it's actually compressed wood soaked in uh, epoxy. The wood pieces are colored pressed together in epoxy and then shaped into gemstone structures. It was amazing when I saw that, that totally blew my mind. I was curious about it. You know, being curious is a major factor as a creative person. It should be one of your core reasons because it's what will drive your ability to learn as a creative person. If you're not curious, you will not seek out information. Curiosity helps you find out more. And when you find out more, when you have information, you create better. And disruption. Well, I think that's just you looking for trouble. It's, I don't think it's um, a reason that anybody should want to uh, create for. Granted, you can take it off. Hey, personal choices will still hold sway in why we create at all times. So you can choose that. But for me, disruption, I guess if you are societally, if you are enriching the society or impacting the society, you are actually disrupting the way things are flowing in one way or the other, but you're doing it in a positive light, not just to make everybody go ape shit. okay? So that's curiosity out there. Now, Imperial goes, I, I think I'll just leave that one because the, the name Imperial itself seems more into my line because right now I feel like king, I want to rule the world, I run everything that's going on around me. Uh, you can have that, but I don't think it's a primary reason. And if there's anything we have learned from people who have tried to take over the world, it never pans out. I mean, seriously, ask Pinky and the brain. They are still trying to take over the world. Okay, guys. All right. So the last one, creating because you can. Well, like I said earlier on, that would be the limits of reasons to actually create. I mean, yeah, you create, you have to, right? It's something you must do. But if you're only doing it simply because you can then it has no direction, it has no purpose. It essentially means you as a person have got no immediate purpose in life. And that is the worst way to live. Okay, all right, quite a lot of people have tuned in. Guys, I really would love your contribution. Uh, Ruchina Johnson, Ganil Maruf, and Stella Irezi, Robo, Taiwa Gobaba, Mashut Shades, Rinwan, thanks for tuning in. Gloria Adeshi, thanks for tuning in as well. And Grace Orefama. Thanks, Orifama. Thanks for tuning in, Grace. We appreciate you guys coming now. And like I said earlier on, now the reason for finding out why you create is um, it born out of something. Let, let, let's look at the reason people even join creativity in the first place. Uh, from my experience and people I've met over the years, I see a lot of people who are into present creative because they were pushed there. Somewhere along the line, their family was in their need of cash, and then they got uh, somebody introduced them to one artist who introduced them to another artist, and they learned this particular trade, and then now they are creating that particular craft. Their reason is to get their family out of what we're doing. Now, you find that as you grow up in life that you need to set your reasons clearly. And if you can set it out earlier on in your life, it actually works better because you can set your goals and know it. One of the things, I am thankful for is while in secondary school, I realized something and I followed it from that day until today. I realized that no matter what was happening around me, and this is what pushed me, I should tell you what pushed me to even get into that thought. A lot of people back then would tell any artist, anybody in the area of drawing or painting or anything involving the arts that, do you want to die poor? Do you know artists never make money? Artists usually are always broke. They're never gonna have money. 
So it forced me into thinking that I am not the first artist around town. Obviously, there have been other artists in this universe before me. So were they all poor? And then the question was, then what exactly is art when you look at it? Is it just about the painting? Why is the Avicius painting being sold for millions now and not then? Did he make money then? Do we have artists or people in creative fields that were making money now that are making money? Back then I thought about this and I realized one thing. Art and creativity was all around us. If art and creativity is in everything that we're doing, anywhere you're sitting at right now, look around you. Art and creativity is what created where you are. What you're sitting on, what you're looking at. So if that is true, how can an artist or a creative person die poor? It struck me back then that creativity was the goal, but it had to be done with a mental purpose. The problem with creative people back then was they created because they could. No immediate purpose or direction. So we had a lot of people who are creative for creativity's sake. So an artist will sit in the studio and paint for six months and then come out with just that one painting and then say, that's the only inspiration I had and I've been working on it, it just didn't come out where, you know, I had to add some colors to it. So for six months, it was earning nothing. I'm begging family and friends to see what I can eat. That doesn't look right. Why do you paint in the first place? What's your reason for painting? Is it just to impose your own thoughts and ideas on the world or to express something about the world to everybody else in the world, something they can relate with? Remember, creativity is to solve a problem, is to connect with other people. You're finding links with other things that previously existed. So it's not all about you as an individual. You live in a world with other human beings. You should create with them in mind as well at all times. Okay, so with that, I realized that creativity was going to be the central focus of everything that I did, that I was going to ensure that whatever I was going to be into, I was going to be a creative person and create with a direction. The direction would be to impact the society positively, grow my environment, and grow myself as a person, give myself some fulfillment, and make a ton of money on the sides of this. All right, so I wasn't going to be poor. In fact, I, I had a mantra a while back and it was very clear. I cannot be poor. For as long as I can create, for as long as the brain still works, I can't be poor. So create and achieve all these other things. Okay, so it's important for you as an individual to be able to set those purposes earlier on. I would have loved, seriously, absolutely to hear you guys share with me your own reason for creating. Why do you create? You can still put it on the, the comment section after the show is over on Instagram and on Facebook. I would love to hear your reasons for it. And I know it is um, personal to us. Maybe some of us might not want to share those reasons, but we all have our motivations. We all have the things that push us awake every morning. It's, if, it's, if it's just generally money, well, that happens. Uh, life teaches you some things and responsibility makes you um, talk about certain other things in other ways. But like we, uh, we discussed in our last episode about the investments, all right? Life will always be life. The way you react to life is what's more important than the way life throws itself at you as an individual. So whatever it is, ensure you're able to define your reason for creating very clearly and in strong terms. And then if necessary, write it down, print it on something and place it before when you see it every morning. So you remind yourself why you wake up to create 
every day. So you never forget it and you can become a better creative person in all that you do. All right, guys. So you can still share that with us on the comment section even after the show is over. And like I said earlier on, if you're just tuning in right now, you can hear or listen to uh, the podcast version of this particular episode tomorrow morning on Anchor FM. Excuse me. All our other episodes are on Anchor FM as well. Please go there, download them, look for Create or Die Trying with Sagai on Anchor FM. For the link will be shared on the, on my page shortly, and by tomorrow morning, the link to this new episode will be there. Download that and get something going. All right, guys, I hope we have been able to impact ourselves positively on this edition. Now we're looking at a couple of guests coming on board onto the show for the next couple of weeks. A lot of things are going to happen in the creative industry in Nigeria, and I'm so excited about it. I, I can't, I can't, I really can't wait. Uh, yeah, we know the Comic Con is coming, the Lagos Comic Con is coming up. We're going to bring Ayodele Elegba onto the show again because we have a topic here I need to arrive to just address purely and then also discuss about what's so new about seven years of the Lagos Comic Con is going to be on the show very soon. That announcement will be up there. We're also looking at people who have sent advert, um, uh, invitation out to, uh, to get on the show to discuss topics in specific areas of creative enterprise. Okay, we have talked about some like interior design, interior design that we did a while back. We're looking at a lot more people in other business areas. Okay, so we're looking forward to you guys tuning in again next week to another exciting time so that we can have a better discussion towards making us all better creative persons. Until then, guys, remember always in everything that you do, you must always, always create or die trying. Thanks again for tuning in, guys. I'll see you next time.